are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans at NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with you all on this Thursday. More to talk about as we're in the offseason for the Pelicans. So we covered what Basketball IQ was yesterday, another area that the team wants to add to is toughness according to david griffin what is that how does that translate to production out there on the court we'll break it down in today's episode of locked on pelicans gonna play you a clip from the locker room live chat we had yesterday that i thought was particularly great as well and then more play in tournament talk because this has been so much fun so let's dive into it all in today's edition of locked on pelicans Today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. At only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. So in his end-of-season media availability, David Griffin said that the team wanted to add a couple of things. They wanted to add basketball IQ, they wanted to add toughness, and they wanted to add more shooting. Shooting's pretty self-explanatory, but we'll still touch on it tomorrow. We talked about basketball IQ yesterday, but what's toughness in terms of being out there on the basketball court, and how does that translate to what the Pelicans really need? You know, they have a guy who's been voted a couple of times in the GM survey, the toughest player in the league, in Steven Adams. Was that enough to kind of fix the toughness problem? Do you need a guy that's just tough? Or is it more of a mental quality? Is it a quality like resilience, let's say? The Pelicans found themselves in situations where they were losing a lot of basketball games, where they started to blow double-digit leads multiple times and were unable to close out games. To me, that's where the toughness really comes into play. It's not so much being thrown around out there on the court. It's not so much a physical quality, although there is part of it to it, and I'll get to that in a second. It's more of a mindset. It's more of resilience. When things aren't going your way, are you able to weather that storm and turn things around? It goes a little bit hand in hand, I think, with basketball IQ. When the game is starting to get away from you, are you able to buckle down, make the correct plays, and kind of get out of that funk and swing momentum back on your side? You know, there's the cliche that basketball is a game of runs. And when that run is going the opposite direction, how do you force that going back to the way that it should be? And I think that's an important quality that you saw this team never really have. If you're having an off shooting night, are you able to fix that? And are you able to play through that? Or do you just kind of fade away? We saw that from Brandon Ingram multiple times last season and others too. Josh Hart passed up open threes because he was just kind of scared to take them because he wasn't making them. Someone who's tough is going to take those shots because that's what the Pelicans needed to be doing. And I think when David Griffin talks a lot about toughness, those are some of the qualities that he wants to see out there on the court. And finding guys who embody that, play that way, is going to be really important to put on this roster and help kind of just increase that overall. But there is a physical side to it as well, and I think that's particularly on the defensive side of the ball. Too many times we saw the Pelicans playing matador defense, right? You're just waving that little like blanket red thing and just letting guys kind of run through it and not really doing much to stop them. It's like arm tackling to a degree in football. 
You're not actually going to tackle the dude. They're just going to kind of get through it. And the Pelicans allowed so many shots at the rim and paint points because of things like that. They weren't running guys off the line, playing hard and leaving it all out there on the court. They were just kind of taking it easy to a certain degree. They weren't willing to body up a lot of guys, particularly out there on the perimeter. And notice what you saw from Didi Luzada immediately when he was on the court and why everyone was able to watch him and be like, oh man, that dude tries hard on defense. He's a good defender. And I've been saying that, by the way, that they thought he could step in and be one of the best defenders on the team. And he did that, right? And he got into guys. He fought through screens really hard. All of that toughness, that's a part of it too, I think. Being a little bit more physical on defense and kind of shoving guys around and making them uncomfortable. How many times did we recap up a game and say, well, the Pels did nothing to make that team uncomfortable. And that's not what you want to be doing. That's not how you build a good defense. So I think toughness comes into play in that regard as well. So hopefully they're able to add that because certainly those are qualities that I think David Griffin wants on this team that we need to see on this team if they want to be a playoff team next season. So tomorrow we'll get into shooting. I think that one's kind of self-explanatory. I'm laughing being like, let me explain what shooting is, but we'll really kind of dive into it and why it's really important for the Pelicans and why it's just kind of important league-wide as well. But before we get into the next segment, which is going to be a clip from the locker room chat yesterday, the live interactive chat on the locker room app, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by rockauto.com. One reason to repair and maintain your cars, you can save money that you can use on anything else that's just super important mortgage food whatever it might be why would you choose to spend 30 50 100 more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership when you can just go to rockauto.com rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years so go to rockauto.com to shop for your auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers they've Everything you could possibly need, engine-controlled modules. I just ordered brake pads for my car. I've also ordered brake pads for my car that is 45 years old, too. Motor oil, new carpet. If you need tools to install this stuff, it's going to be cheaper on rockauto.com than it is going to be in one of those chain stores. So whether it's your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate, and you can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer because best of all prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Don't spend up to twice as much for the same parts. Go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know we sent you? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, we had our live locker room chat that we do once a week here with Locked On Pelicans on the Locker Room app. Yesterday, Wednesday, 6 p.m. Central. I'm going to play you a clip from it. Jump on that next time because this is your chance to get featured on the show. We got Elliot who wants to come up. How's it going, man? Hey, how's it going, man? There you go. You're unmuted. Oh, perfect. Well, first I want to say I've always enjoyed listening to the podcast, so thanks for that. Of course. Thanks for listening, man. No problem, man. So, um... To the first question in regards to would I prefer eight solid years of playoff runs or to take a shot at a title, I think I kind of look at it, especially in a place like New Orleans where like that basketball culture is still trying to be established to compete with someone like the Saints. I feel like something like that would probably be 
very important and very instrumental into, you know, ingraining that basketball spirit and that love for basketball with the fan base, especially young fans. And I think it could lead to, like, based on your example, kind of where the Grizzlies are now, where they have that potential star, but they already have that culture there from that grit and grind era to kind of build on. That makes sense. Put everything together. No, I think that's a a really interesting way to look at it, right? Like it's kind of bigger than just winning an NBA title or not, or postseason success or not. It's about the culture and the impact it has in the city, right? Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. So what about the next, the other questions I threw out there? As far as the pick, like just kind of thinking about people around the league, I would say maybe swing for like a Zach Levine-esque player. Okay. Someone in that tier where it could be potential All-NBA, but definitely a strong All-Star. Yeah, no, that makes sense. He was an All-Star this year. He was excellent this year, right? He's still – you kind of look at his age and you're like, wait, he's only, what, he's 26, 27? Like he's not that old and he seems older than he actually is. It's kind of like Julius Randle, right? Randle seems like he's 30 when he's he's not – um, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now because I don't remember his age off the top of my head, but let me see if we can get Zach Levine here. Zach, Le- Zach Levine's 26, right? Like that's the that's perfect – no, that's like exactly the type of age range I think you want in a guy to try and bring in. I'd be willing to go older than that for the right player, but that's the type of guy who can still grow a little bit, I think, right? Yeah, and, and what would you think about, like, a Jeremy Grant type? Someone that could do good with, like, some small ball and can still stretch the floor next to Zion. So he'd be a dream, right? I don't think the Detroit Pistons are going to trade him. I don't even think he'd want to come here. So he went to Detroit and left, you know, the Denver Nuggets, a, a very good team. They're third in the uh, Western Conference to right. go to a bad team because he wanted the kind of starring role, right? He wanted the guy with to be the man. There, he'd be the third best player here. He'd be the third offensive option. I just don't think that that's what he wants. But that's that's also a type of player you're looking for. Like he's kind of the dream, right? He he checks all of those boxes that David Griffin said. He gives you basketball IQ. He gives you toughness, and he gives you shooting. And there's also a lot of positional versatility there. He can play on the wing. He can play in the front court. He can guard backcourt players to a certain degree, I think. A guy that has all of that, I mean, he's getting paid $20 million, uh, a year for a reason, and he clearly was capable of doing it offensively. He's going to be in the running, I think, for most improved. I think it's going to go to Julius Randle. But Jeremy Grant went from scoring 12 points per game last season to 23.3. It's a significant jump and did well in a new role, and that says a lot about him. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, yeah, to your point, yeah, I definitely agree. I don't Based on the role and everything, that would be something he probably wouldn't be too happy about. No, but true. look, he, he's under contract. You could trade for him and, and say, like, screw it. You know, I don't know if that's necessarily the kind of culture the Pelicans want to build or go for, but it, it's definitely an idea out there. Yeah, I get it, but to your point, yeah, we probably don't want, you know, too many disgruntled people. Definitely with Bledsoe already there. <laughs> right. Hopefully that – so so you, would you move a pick to get off of Eric Bledsoe and get him off the team? I would say yes, just because it could be two birds, one stone, just to match a salary or something anyway. I, I get what you're saying. 
to so include him in a trade for a better player. That I mean, ideally, but it would have to be someone who thinks they have use for what he could bring and someone who thinks he would play motivated basketball for them. It was a great time. I appreciate all the people that stopped by. It was fun talking hoops with everyone. We talked everything about the Pelicans. We talked a little bit about the playoffs, the draft as well. I asked questions of people in there. Um, it was great. Make sure you come by next time. Download the Locker Room app. It's on it, It's on every iOS device, and I believe it's in beta on Android. Join me next week, Wednesdays, 6 p.m. Central. I'll see you there. So before we get into more play-in tournament talk, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action over at BetOnline. Plus, you can get all the latest news, odds, and info for every sport, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action. So before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out the great news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sideline anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Plus, and I just learned this, Bet Online is one of the only places where you can bet on the WNBA, which just got their 25th season underway. So head to the website using your mobile device or laptop to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code Locked On for some free money right there over at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is also brought to you by Built Bar. What's your favorite Built Bar flavor? And did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor they just rolled out? I got the text message and email about this, the birthday cake flavor, which is absolutely delicious. And when you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about which one they love the most. The flavors are coconut, coconut almond, cherry raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. There's absolutely something for everyone. Again, I love the mint brownie, but I've also tried the uh, birthday cake flavor. It's actually covered in sprinkles and white chocolate. It's delicious. You'd have no idea that you are eating something healthy for you. It's worth giving it a try if you've ever thought about ordering Built Bars. The special flavors usually just taste that much better. And if you haven't tried them all and want to give them a try, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine different flavors. Most of them have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, and only four grams of of sugar along with four grams net carbs. Some have 18 grams of protein and just 180 calories. So you can get whatever it is that you are looking for. So go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked 15 and you're going to get 15% off your next order. Again, that is promo code locked 15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. Okay, wrapping up today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. We've talked about toughness. Tomorrow we'll talk about shooting. We played the clip from the live locker room chat, and now let's do a little bit of general NBA stuff here. And we're going to be doing a lot more general NBA as we get into the offseason since there's a lot going on. There's things to learn from it too. But man, you guys have heard me rave about this. The play-in tournament is so much Fun. I don't care that the games the other night were kind of boring and weren't even particularly close. It was so much fun to watch those. Jason Tatum going off for 50 points to drag that not great Celtics team to a win and get out of the play-in tournament and become the seventh seed and not have to play another game and the risks that come with that. And then watching this game last night between the Grizzlies and the Spurs, which went back and forth a little bit till the Grizzlies just kind of seized control. 
and were able to beat the Spurs 100 to 96. But the Spurs came close, and Spurs had no business making this one close. And that's kind of what I love about this. They almost sent the Memphis Grizzlies home, and Memphis should be terrified of that. But at the same time, they're this young team that I don't think really pays attention to those sorts of things. And as I'm recording this right now, the Lakers are down nine to the Golden State Warriors. And all of a sudden, you're going to have a young upstart Grizzlies team taking on who people think is the title favorite, potentially. I don't know how this game's going to go in the Los Angeles Lakers with a chance to bounce out the Los Angeles Lakers. What a big notch to kind of uh, put on the wall there, skin on the wall with beating the Los Angeles Lakers and making it so that they don't go to the playoffs or Steph Curry, either one, right? That's awesome. The playing game tournament, all of this stuff, it's just that one-off leads to variance and weirdness, but also some times players can just step up and take over a game. And that's what I think is great about this. And it might lead to a playoffs where we don't have the Lakers, because of the play-in tournament. That'd be ridiculous, right? Like, that's kind of... It's bad for the league. But it would be kind of fun. And just one of those things where anything that adds more unpredictability to it, I think is an important thing. Sometimes it does feel like the NBA's stale. You know who kind of the title favorites are. There's nothing that necessarily really shocks you throughout the course of the season. I'm a big Formula One guy. And you have the Monaco Grand Prix coming up this weekend. It's the wor- it's one of the worst tracks out there, circuits out there. And like the race is going to be 85% decided before the actual race. And it makes watching the race kind of boring, right? Like we know whoever's in pole, which is probably going to be Lewis Hamilton, is going to win the race. It's really kind of that simple. But anything that adds unpredictability where you don't know what the outcome is going to be, it just makes things more exciting, right? You know, if it rains in Monaco, that really changes that dynamic of the race tremendously. And I haven't looked at the weather for it yet. Um, but this play in tournaments like that, it just has so much unpredictability to it or the potential for unpredictability. And that's what kind of throws this all off and makes things seem a little bit different and the stakes are higher. And I love it. I absolutely love the playing tournament. I've watched all these games. I'm watching this game right now as I'm recording. It's been a lot of fun. I can't wait to see this in the future and getting the uh, the Pelicans in there in the future or you know, ideally avoiding it and just going like right in as a four seed would be cool. Um, it would be so much fun. And I'm sure the Smoothie King Center, if they had hosted a home playing tournament game, would have been absolutely rocking knowing what the stakes are. And it just makes me more excited about what's to come for your New Orleans Pelicans. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Pelicans. Don't forget, we cover the Pelicans here, but there's a whole world of sports out there, and they're covering it all over the Locked On Today podcast. Jason Tatum put the Celtics on his back and advanced them out of the play-in round. So get more of the sports news you need in less time in the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, and I'll be back with you all tomorrow to talk a little bit of shooting for your New Orleans Pelicans. Pelicans.